A Hitchhiker's Guide to Heaven, Hell, and Everything Else in Between. Episode 22. As you remember, during the last episode, the Quartet now finds themselves in a coal mining town run by a for-profit boss. They met an activist who is protesting the climate change that is being ignored by the administration. The town is siding with the boss, not really believing, but hoping that any of the promises he is making are true. Laura is now talking with the activist, Alice, about doing something. No, it's not real. It's not what it's like to protest. You don't get the real feel of being an activist. There's just sensationalizing the whole thing. It attracts the wrong type of people for the wrong reason. What are the right reasons? The cause. Come with me this evening and you'll see. Some anti-environment jarhead and his flunky scientist is giving a talk and we are going to crash it. Come and watch. Is it safe? I mean, they're not going to shoot at us or try to beat us up, are they? I don't think so. The group wove their way through a large crowd of people and beings of every description. The bus terminal was a small, dirty building off to the side of the event grounds. There it is, over there. They walked towards the small grey building. There was a small group of shady-looking beings who sat slouched against the building and milled about near the entrance. They passed an old demon in dirty clothes who sat close to the door. There was a small plate in front of him with a few coins in it. Spanny change! Spanny change. Theo dropped in a coin as he passed by. Sorry, man. It's all I got, you dig? The old demon did not seem to notice and continued his rant. Spanny change, spanny change. Blessed Virgin, why did you do that? He's just going to spend it on drink? Maybe, man. But judging by his look, he needs money more than I do, you dig? Anyway, I'm not doing it for him, man. I'm doing it for myself, you dig? So you're a God-fearing man, then, are you? I mean, a demon? No, man. I'm not afraid of God, you dig? I just like the way it makes me feel. The group walked into the terminal. It was a medium-sized room with benches on all three sides. Several people and other beings sat surrounded by their baggage. There was a window covered with iron bars, and a slim, aged man sat behind. Jefferson walked up to him and said, I'd like a one-way ticket to the plantation. The young man slouched forward and said, uh, I'm sorry, uh, that route has been cancelled. Jefferson moved closer to the window and said more loudly, Excuse me, I'd like to get a ticket to the plantation. You know, where they plant cotton? Any place thereabouts would do fine. The man gave a sarcastic grin. Uh, I know the, where the plantations are, but the route is still cancelled. Jefferson looked over at Dr. Spots. Hey, yo, Coop, come over here. What is the name of the route you took to get here? Dr. Spots walked over. The plantation! That's the one I took! He moved closer to the window. Excuse me, my friend here wants to get to the plantation. Can you get him a ticket? Oh, that route has been cancelled. Cancelled? Uh, cancelled. What do you mean? 
I just took it a few months ago. Jefferson pushed the old man aside and said, Look, dude, I need to get to the plantation. What route do I take to get there? Uh, as I told you before, and that other elderly gentleman, you can't do that. Uh, the route has been cancelled. There's no longer a direct route there, uh, dude. Cancelled? Why? Uh, uh, budget cuts. Budget cuts? Uh, yes, uh, budget cuts. Uh, uh, to help to pay for uh, Donald Dump's wall. Wall? Uh, yes, wall. Uh, you know, uh, the one that he is building for the security of hell. Security? Uh, uh to keep the darker colored demons out. Darker colored demons? Why? Uh, because they're darker. So? Well, they're darker, you see. Donald Dump says that they are invading hell and bring crime and take away jobs from the lighter demons. Jefferson was growing visibly irritated. But don't they already live in hell? Uh, some do. But we want to prevent the others from coming in. Aren't they already from hell? The attendant paused for a moment and looked confused. Oh, well, Donald Dump says uh, we need to build a wall, uh, that's all. Well, even if we build that wall, can't the demons just fly over it? Uh, well, uh, I guess in theory uh, that is true. Wait, you're just one of them fake science, fake news guys who are against Donald Dump, aren't you? Well... I ain't no lover for that racist honky, that's for sure. But what does that have to do with getting me a ticket to the plantation? The man slouched down and disappeared behind the counter for a while. There was some rustling of objects behind the wall. Then after a while, he came back up wearing a red trucker's cap that said, Make Hell Great Again on it. Then he slid even larger bars in front of him. Uh, uh, sorry, sir. I, I can't serve you uh, until you fill out this form uh, and get clearance from the Central Bureau in Hell's capital. He slid a large packet in the small opening under the window. Jefferson was growing angry now. What kind of bullshit is this? All I want is a bus ticket to the plantation. I don't give a shit about no wall or no Donald Dump. I'm a citizen of hell. I know my rights. Jefferson grabbed the bars and began to shake them. The attendant pulled a large metal door down and closed off the whole booth. There was a voice that came over the intercom. We are sorry, but due to pressing matters and emergencies out of our control, the bus terminal is closed for an undetermined time. Please check back from time to time to see if our status has changed. This is complete bullshit! Jefferson began pounding on the middle door. Open the door, you little imp! This is complete bullshit! I know my rights! You have to serve me! Jefferson continued pounding on the middle for a while longer and shouting. Finally, Theo came up and said, Come on, man. It's no use. The cat is split. 
That's the kind of bullshit you can expect from the establishment, man. Come on. We'll find another way, you dig? Jefferson reluctantly turned and followed Theo out of the terminal. Outside the building, they were met by Laura, Alice, and Amy. Jefferson, when are you leaving? Jefferson did not say anything, but kept on walking. He got shafted, man. Shafted? What do you mean, Theo? Jefferson, what happened? I ain't going home. Let's get out of here. Don't worry, man. I'll get you out of here. You dig? Alice stepped forward. They canceled the routes, didn't they? Don't worry. I have some friends. Let's go to the demonstration. I'll talk to them after, and they'll get you out. The group walked through the crowd in silence for a while. In the distance, they could see the crowd thinning out. There was a large clearing ahead, and a large stage. There was a crowd around it. It was a mixture of all sorts of beings. Laura recognized some of the people from the town. They could also see a small group of people wearing red Donald Dump hats, and another group dressed in motley, loose-fitting clothes. On the stage, there were several well-dressed people. One short, pudgy person stood at the podium, addressing the crowd. There were several other people seated on a row of chairs on the stage. As they came close, they could make out what the man was saying. As I was saying before, there is no such thing as climate change. To prove that, I brought this rock with me that I picked up off the ground. It proves that climate change is a hoax, created by heaven. The crowd looked at him confused and began to run. I also have with me the eminent Dr. Benson Henry. He is armed with science to dispel any myths the fake scientists may have been feeding you. He indicated to a rotund man with a bald head and round glasses who was dressed in a white lab coat. So now let me pass you over to Dr. Henry. There was some weak applause as the man got up and walked over to the podium. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Dr. Benson Henry. I am really smart. The current administration is paying me to support their views that there is no climate change and that it has just a hoax created by heaven to scare us or something like that. Alice moved forward and shouted. What is your degree in? Well, degree? Well, it's a real good degree. It's in science. Real good science. I got it a long time ago, you know. They did not really have types of science back then. A middle-aged Indian man now shouted out. Excuse me, but can you comment on the disturbing climate trends? We have been recording for the past 10 years in hell. Yes. There was a long pause. So are you going to comment on them? Yes. There was another long, awkward pause, and the audience began rumbling. I'm talking specifically about the Warner Report that came out last month. The data there is particularly disturbing. The man in the suit walked up to the microphone and said, That's a fake report. Fake science. Fake science. But it was prepared by your administration. Yes, but we already fired all those people. Fake science. Fake science. Well, 
I have my own figures, you see. I recorded them from my son's junior meteorologist set. It's the most delightful thing, you know. It has a genuine weather vane, just like the one my daddy used to have on our barn back at the farm. It has a wind speed indicator with real flashing lights. Except I can't get it to work right now. How old is your son? Ah, uh, four. But he's real bright for his age. And strong. He eats like ox. At this point, the man in the suit came up and took the microphone. Thank you, Dr. Henry. Now that we've established that the Warner Report and all other climate change data is a fraud, we can lay that fake science to rest once and for all. I do not believe it, and it just makes it harder for me to turn a profit. There was a louder rumbling in the crowd. The man raised his voice and began shouting into the microphone. So now we can move on to more important matters. I regret to inform you that the promised raises and reductions of hours at the mine has been deferred again to next year's budget. The rumbling in the crowd grew louder. Amy began to make electrical beeps and percolate. Well, that's not exactly true. The money has been diverted to a slush fund. What do you mean? Well, it's a bit of creative accounting he did, so that he could move part of it to Duff's wall, with a portion of it going to his personal expenses. What is that all about? One of my friends works at the coffee shop that he goes to on a regular basis. It's amazing what people will say when they don't think anyone is listening. To him, she is just a percolator on the shelf. You're still not making any sense. Coffeematic 2075A. I just call her Kathy. She works at the same coffee shop he goes to all the time. She's a great machine. All the right curves and perfect sounds. I met her when I worked there, and I still come by to see her from time to time. I love to watch her grind her beans. You mean you're friends with a coffee machine? Kathy is not just a coffee machine. She is much more than that to me. You mean you have information on the misuse of funds? I suppose so. Alice shouted out to the stage. You're a liar. You're just moving the budget money to help pay for Dump's wall and to line your own pockets. The man in the suit abruptly stopped and squinted out at the audience. After a few moments more, he began to speak again. I realize that this may be a disappointment to many of you, and I just want to let you know that there is no one more disappointed than me. What else did he say? Well, Kathy did say that he comes by quite often with Madame Choo Choo. Who? Madame Choo Choo. She's a dancer at the Carousel Club that he has taken a fancy to. He keeps giving her things and promises to buy her a condo after he gets the payoff from some of his associates. Alice moved closer to the stage and shouted. What about Madame Choo Choo? How much of her money are you going to give her? Does your wife know about her? The man stopped abruptly and squinted out at the audience. Excuse me. He walked over to a couple of large demons in black suits and whispered something into their ears. They headed off into the audience. The man went back to the podium. I'm sorry about that. Now, where was I? 
the demons were working their way through the crowd towards Alice. Theo came by to Laura. I think it's time for us to split, man. He nodded to the other demons. Laura looked at him confused. Those cats ain't scouting agents, you dig? Laura tugged Alice by the arm. I think you're getting some unwanted attention. She pointed to the demons. She moved away into the crowd, and the group followed her. The demons followed them. Alice led them down the side of an alley, into an old wooden door. Inside was a small, empty room with a dirt floor. Who are those guys? They're dump scoons. By the blessed one, it looks like you may have gotten to his conscience. Guys like him don't have a conscience. Alice opened the door a crack and quickly closed it. Damn. She started looking around the room for another door, but could not find anything. Damn. I'm not going for another tour in the dungeons, you dig? He pulled out the hitchhiker's guide and began punching buttons. When the smoke cleared, there was a slender old man standing in the corner of the room. May I be of assistance? He squinted and pulled out some small, wire-rimmed glasses from his chest pocket and put them on. Gosh, well that was quite a ride. Well, you all look like some real swell folks. I sure do hope I can help you good people. Can you get us out of here, man? Sure can. I'm a real fine guy, and I'm sure that all you are some real swell folks. The guide raised his arm and was about to snap his fingers. Wait. What? Hadn't we better let him know where we're going? We don't want to wind up in the dungeons or something like that. Right. That's cool, man. Let's figure out where we all want to go first. Take me to the plantation. I just want to go home. I ain't going back to that place again. The folks there ain't doing anything for my career. By all the saints, aren't we supposed to go to the admitting room of hell? I want to plead my innocence and get out of here. Yes, I need to find my papers. I want to clear things up and get out of here. Laura turned to the guide. Mr. Guide, can you take us to the admitting room? Can't go to the admitting room, man. They'll confiscate the guide, you dig. It's unlicensed technology. But I need to go home. Take me home first. By all the saints, I'm not going to that blasphemous place again. Why don't we just try a breakout? There's only two guards and seven of us. No, man. Those are northern waste demons, you dig. We don't stand a chance, man. Against even one of them, you dig. Well, it looks like we don't have much of a choice. There was a pounding at the door. Come on. We gotta leave now. Yeah, man. God, take us to... I ain't going back to that plantation. No one said you had to go. Blessed Virgin, we need to go to the administration office. Mr. Guide, can you take us to the admin office? I suppose I can. Don't listen to her, man. He turned to Laura. Already told you, man. We can't go there. The pounding was louder at the door. Open up in there. We won't hurt you. We just want to talk. Blessed Virgin, they seem reasonable. Maybe we should open the door. Are you crazy, man? Theo, we need to do something. 
Yeah, man. Guide, take us to the admin office, you dig? No, we need to go to the plantation. What did you say? The admin office. No, damn it, the plantation. Who? All of us, man. Not me, damn it. I'll take my chances here. By the blessed one, we need to pray. The hinges on the door were breaking as the pounding turned into crashing. Okay, man. Do it now. Do it now. What's that? It's now or never, man. After the dust cleared, the group found themselves in a narrow corridor with high ceilings. They were enclosed on both sides with high shelves filled with rows of books. Theo looked dazed. Laura looked around at Theo, Jefferson, and Amy. Theo, what happened? Where are the others? Don't know, man. Where the hell are we? Don't know, man. You have been listening to episode 22 of Hitchhiker's Guide to Heaven, Hell, and Everything Else in Between. Check out episode 23 to follow Laura, Brian, and Theo as they travel through the back streets of hell and meet demons, gods, demigods, celebrities, and all other manner of beings. Please subscribe in order to receive notifications of new episodes, to become part of the show, or to offer helpful comments. You may subscribe in one of the three following ways. At our iTunes feed, at our SoundCloud feed, or offer comments on our blog. All three may be found at www.genesis2112.com.